Bang, we back with another episode on my podcast today is the man real from the Black Sea Brothers. Peace, brother. How you doing? Peace, bro. What's going on with you? Man, life is good, man. Looking forward for the opportunity to sit here and interview and talk about uh, what you what you got going on and everything. So how was your day so far? All over, man. I think trying to design it just so I can have days off. Okay. So, 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 so it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a 24-hour operation for you? 24-hour operation. I went and got an RV. I'm in my RV now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I wonder. I was wondering, like, was he in an RV? Yeah, I'm in an RV. I was driving. I had to pull over. I had to go bust a move. I'm like, then y'all told me 830, so I'm thinking, oh, I catch the So, yeah, yeah I'm in now. Got to move around, so. Okay. I'm going to pause it right here real quick. Somebody got, like, a TV or something playing in the background. I'll oh, pick it up. shit. My bad. All right, so. Yeah, so we we back. We had to get uh, some 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 technical work done and everything. So, uh, you where are you located at? Where are you uh doing your uh your uh farming at? Oh, I'm in I'm in New York right now, but we yes, do farm in Maryland, and we about to do some farming in Georgia. And oh, so gonna, with... Is that going is that going to be the big move moving down to Georgia? We the whole East Coast. The whole East Coast. Okay. Okay, so what got you into the farming business? Let's let's take me back to that. What 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 got you into it? To the farming business? Well, or 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 growing. Oh, I got into the watermelon game. Watermelon. Okay. Yeah, my man. I had a spot on on my block. We was just hustling. And my man pulled up. He came home from jail, and he was like, "Yo, we um, I got a hustle for you." Cause I, yeah, what what date is this? this is, Hold on, this is 2023. All right, so it's about 10 years. All right, so yeah. So we had a spot back then that we was chilling, and then you know what I'm saying we was running every bag back and forth. So I had a slushy machine one time inside the A-Rab store. My man, like, yo, bring the slushy machine over here. We're gonna make some drinks. And I'm gonna show you this watermelon game. My man okay. light. And then I sat down, seen it. I'm like, oh, this flip is crazy. And I was like, all right. And then I started seeing and learning the culture and seeing the people that like it and things of that nature. That was 10 years ago. And at that time frame, I wasn't even making no money. I wasn't doing nothing. I was, I just liked it. I love watermelon. Okay. So I just learned it. And then I started opening up different locations around Harlem. And then I started learning the history behind it. And then I just learned so much of our history from the people, from the streets. And then I'm like, oh, I was meant to do this. And then we, I wound up Tracing it back to the Maryland, the Underground Railroad, mm. start coming out there with aunties, and it was like, oh, then it's like it just more, it's 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 so vast and it can do so much for our people and so ties our culture. That I was like, oh, I've been hustling on the wrong side of the fence. So yeah. then now, use my hustle to just energize farm equipment, <laughs> start yeah. start to get in the whole aspect of just bringing. Like the fruits, vegetables, things to the neighborhood, just change it up. You know what I'm saying, switch the whole game up. Yeah, because yeah. growing up, they used to say that uh, watermelons were like an aphrodisiac. You know what I mean? Oh, facts. It definitely is. Yeah, because it of the is. way the way that you have to eat it, you have to put your face in it and everything like that. If you really oh, want that's to... different. That's we, that's like <laughs> I don't know about your face in it being. Aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> you always gonna take it, it somewhere yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, they did say that uh, watermelon was a, was an aphrodisiac. Yeah, right? One one of the rind, the rind is excellent for that. So okay. the rind, eat the rind, eat juice the rind, put it in a drink. Then aside, it's all you need. Okay. Electrolyte, yeah, electricity. Mm-hmm. So you got electrolytes in it. That's what your brain run off of. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Electric. So yeah. So what did you do when you was in Harlem and everything doing it? Was you doing it like on a roof or was you doing it like on a on a uh, on a fire escape? Like how did you set it up? A fire escape? No, nah, I was on my block. I was on okay. the corner. Okay. I was on the corner. I wish I was there, but I called y'all. Our difference, but yeah, I'd be on my corner. I'm on my block. So we outside. Like, so you was going. I'm, I'm telling about like like growing the seeds and everything. Like where were you doing it? Where was you doing it? Oh, down at the farm. Okay. Like when you first started? No, when I first started, 
I was just going and dealing with people that had watermelons and I go buy them off of people and right. go down south and get them and things of that nature, bring them back. And then I was just responsible for beginning from point A to point B. As I continued to get into it, then I started learning about how to grow them and things of that nature. So it came with development of just my career. Like my career as a watermelon guy, it's just yeah. like I learned how to grow. I deal with them so much that it's just like I inherited the whole farming aspect of it. So it's like this the watermelon game just gets you in that in that in the field. Uh-huh. Especially when you gotta go pick them yourself and things of that nature. So you start my aunties be teaching us everything on how to do that. So they teach us that. We sit there. I'm a student when it comes to that. My my thing is that I'm just going to get it to the neighborhoods that need it. That's my right. special. Yeah, right. so that, that's what Black Seed Brothers are. Black Seed Brothers move into neighborhoods that's needed, and we give them what's needed. You know what I'm saying? So, well, there are quite a few neighborhoods that need it, bro, because we have so many food deserts in, in, in every neighbor, Black neighborhood around America. Definitely. It's a lot of Black Sea Brothers, so we're going to put it together. That's what we mobilizing. That's what we basically doing. we mobilizing the, the guys and putting them together, especially the ones that have influence in their neighborhood for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Now we have something to give you that you could do something for the right reasons. Facts. We don't have to have no arguments or disputes about that, you know saying? especially if it's about growth and development, economic development. Yep. No reason to do all the other shit that people are, you know what I'm saying, glorifying nowadays. So we gonna show, like, all right, well, the dudes that's talking like that and glorifying it, we, I'm gonna show you some dudes that really do that and change their narrative, and they they but they really about that life, yeah, and they got some money. See, you don't hear about the dudes; they don't have no money. They not seen. They not heard. They not fly or social awkward, whatever the case may be. Put some money in their pocket and watch. You know what I'm saying? So same people that you go find with this, this this fake rap that's going on. It's crazy. Yeah. So how did you flip it? So what was your next, I should say, what was your next vegetable or 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 fruit that you went from went that you uh moved to once you uh mastered the watermelon? Man, we got a whole fruit stand. So it's like we sell everything. We got cantaloupes, we was on cantaloupes on the farm, honeydews. Um, what they doing right now? We got elderberry growing out the ground, but the next fruit that the next fruit that I actually like, I gravitate to sugar cane. I like sugar cane. Mm. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I would say lemon ginger. I'll be a ginger right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, lemon ginger shots. Okay. Mangoes. Mango. Everything. Everything. Y'all got everything out there. We got food trucks, so I go all in the food truck. We got a fruit stand outside, and then we just do some make smoothies, whatever's outside, too. So it's like one one conglomerate of businesses running at one time. And now we got fruits. We got watermelons. We got watermelon juice. We got fruit bowls. We got grapes. We got name it. We got it. Okay. So we got watermelons everywhere. Yeah. Got watermelon everywhere. Got watermelon everywhere. Wow. Oh wow, y'all y'all really racking up. Yeah, y'all got some watermelon. That's a doctor You know what's crazy? So like in um the really what the early 1900s like black people was making a lot of money off of watermelons and a lot of the stereotype of oh black people love watermelons and blah 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 and making it a negative thing was to get them off of making all this money from the watermelon so it's um really dope that that's what kind of pulled you in real to like look at agriculture as a whole like that's the introduction because that's was something that was uh lucrative for black people for a long time before we started moving away from agricultural things due to moving from the south and other factors won't trick me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Should I remember growing up in Chicago, they used to have the watermelon trucks uh, on the, on the south side and on the uh, east side, west side of Chicago. You could just pull up, grab four, five of them, pay for them, and, and peel out. You know, you know so quick, mean? nobody told you not some of my crew that's coming out the street. I was like, everybody don't smoke crack. Everybody don't drink liquor. Everybody don't smoke cigarettes. Everybody don't do a lot of things. Everybody eat. Yeah. And everybody can't sell crap. Like, everybody can't be out there doing it. But them days is kind of watered down. And, and everybody ain't going to make no money off of it either. And especially now. Crackheads is mad. Niggas ain't got no good work. Mm -mm. That shit's dead. Like, this is like, also was dead. Like, everybody, for one, everybody wants to do it. <clears throat> I'm from an era where you couldn't even do that. Like, it was nowhere in hell you have all these people on the block with different work. Like, what? Like, where they do that at? Like, they... It was a law. You had to be with a crew or that was, you wasn't outside. Yeah. Like, now everybody's outside. Everybody outside. Man, just to tell it. And then if you get on some Debo shit, they're going to tell on you. <laughs> over. It's over. As soon as you come outside, it's over. They telling on you, brother. You out of there. And then yeah. they're going to come outside, try to get their little packs, their little pack off. But you are out of there. You're going to be right in the hoose now. And I ain't with all that. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, a law, uh, here like this, uh, and discipline for guys who wanted to hustle. There was rules to everything. You couldn't really just be out here. You had to be, uh, you had to be picked. You know what I mean? And you had, you had to be accepted to do something like that. So, there was. Or you have to go outside and prove it. You had to be outside. Yeah. yeah. Prove it. Yeah. Make it like, you don't just come outside. Oh, I got this. Yeah, that ain't how it worked. You, you was a, you was a cop. Jay Reed, I mean, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How that so definitely. with all different elements, that's why. Because I just got to quit it on the 29th. They try to put my lights out. So at the end of the day, like I know what that game is like. Like I done been to trial three times, mm. so I already know what that game like. I done been to jails on Rikers Island three and a half years. Like I already know what all that's about. I did ten years altogether, back and forth to jail. I was a, I considered the troublemaker. Mm. Well, I understand what's going on, and that's why when I found this agriculture, oh, farming is my life. That's it. I'm out I'm the way. Farmer, like Thanos, I'm going to retire. <laughs> retire a farmer. Right. That's it. Get away from all this shit. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. but, but, so yeah, you said growing up, you said you ten years whole. Not back and forth. Back and forth. I, yeah, I came home from Sing Sing at 19, mm. 18, 19. I was in and out. I've been in the prison system. What was the first charge you got bagged for? <clears throat> Assault. Okay. So on the second. So. So you whooped them off of them. Was it with a pistol? I got shit it. happens. Shit happens. Yeah, like I, shit I, somebody got thrown under a bus, and now all of a sudden I did it. No, I was crazy. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> that was like such a great New York answer to that question, and I love it. That was like perfect. <laughs> I, I was just standing there. Yeah, I, and then. <sighs> My name, talking about I pushed them, you know what I'm saying? My name get brought up, and yeah. it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And you can't go. So it's like, I right, hell, all right, whatever. I was already the bag, menace kids, and stones, so like, right, whatever. I, whatever part you say I played, I played, whatever. I cop my books. So, as a, as a, a man who understands his role in that, and to now be on the other side of the law. How much how much do you use your influence to talk to the young brothers and sisters about changing yeah. the way they see everything? Yeah, I wish I could go to the block right now. Mm. I'm on it, yo. Ever since we've been gone, I'm always on my little niggas all the time. They know. Cause Rail said, "I die." I've been running my block for twenty years. I've running my block my whole life. You know what I'm saying so now, I just running on the other side. So now I know how to relate and talk to them because I was the trouble youth. So now if I was to trouble you, I know exactly what they said. And they they on it 
at 14. Yeah, that's a fact. One of my little homie, you like, yo, basically being he mad because somebody else is getting robbed. And now since that person is getting booked, they don't want to let him book him. So he's like, if I'm gonna keep booking, I'm gonna book you. Like, it's just crazy how you thinking. Like, you mad because he won't let you book him for as much as that he the other nigga booked him for. Like, he like nigga, he booked you for fifty dollars, nigga. I'm gonna book you for a hundred. Like, it's just like it's just crazy. And I was like, yo, you gotta channel that energy. So a lot of this thing that happened with this whole lockdown thing, or not lockdown, they trying to do this with this little politician thing that we got going on. It's more of a situation where it's like they don't I was feeding them, they was getting money. So now they don't know what to do. So now they put smoke and weed around them. And now they now they broke, high, and hungry. And now it's the aggression because they can't channel that. They 14. Then people looking at them like they adults. Like, yeah. oh, he's no better. How fuck he going to know better if you ain't never teach him? Mm-hmm. Nobody told him. So you want the baby to come out and take care of the world. So that's what we looking at. So I'm like, y'all, y'all sellouts and y'all just finding reasons to y'all don't know how to deal with them so y'all just say fuck them y'all throw them in jail things of that nature but that kid lost and hurt and pain yeah. and they, like, they want to be led yeah he they want to be led it was crazy because he like yo one of the OGs like yo I know your uncle he's I don't give a fuck about that nigga fuck that nigga so I just got my gun so what tell that nigga I said I gotta come outside I like, fuck that nigga. I kill that nigga like kill out your uncle like you can't even use no leverage kids though if you not really tapped into them they more emotionally intelligent than we think they are. So if you're not tapped into them, you think you're gonna put something in their face to make them oh, if you think you're gonna feed them weed, oh, I'm gonna give you some weed. Uh they gonna take that weed as a sense of weakness and they gonna come back. If you ever stop giving them weed, they're gonna rob your ass. They're gonna book you, they gonna do something because they now you gave them weed. So I give them knowledge and ways of how to get money and how to do things like that. So now we got we on a different wavelength. I'm not gonna give you no goddamn weed. I don't even like it. I'm not feeding you no weed. I'm gonna show you how to control yourself and not how the weed control you. So it's a different, a whole different perspective that they have to understand. And once you under, once they understand that they have a duty, the kids have a duty. They snap to attention. Like, oh, all right, I, I see what you're saying. I right, bet I gotta. Don't lose that energy. Keep that same energy, but you gotta channel it. You know what I'm saying? You channel it in the wrong way. You beefing with niggas for for crumbs. Like you're not really getting no money. But if you Preserve that energy and channel it. You would be a monster. So that's what we teaching them. Like, I right, we'll teach you how to be a monster. And, and the it. best part, real, is that you you from you from the neighborhood, so you 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 definitely understand what they're going through and the things that that's that they're dealing with. So it's easier for them to, to relate. Not always easy, but it's easier for those who do get it. You know, who can who can pick up on it. They do relate to it and they understand that you know he's trying to do something to help me out because he's been here before. And this is a chance for me to learn from a guy who has been able to turn his turn his life around and and, and change his vibration and his frequency and elevate himself. Yeah. Were you, were, were you looked at as a sucker for a while though when you started doing the uh we started doing the fruits and veggies and everything? Now sucker? Nah. I know it's never been. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't no, I don't play with nobody at yeah. all. We don't even play like that. No weird nigga can't even cope. I don't even got no niggas like, yo, what's up, my bitch ass nigga? I don't even no, no, we don't. No, we ain't, we ain't, ain't saying that. I'm just saying like, you know, motherfuckers <laughs> is like, yo, he a goofy for doing that, you know? Yeah, so we real, it's real street guys that's doing this. So right. at first, when I first started, I was, they made they basically looked at, looked at me like the Mexican on the side of the road. Like I was losing. <laughs> you know like, it's like I, I was losing my mind. Like, oh, yeah, he tapped out. As far as like being tapped out, People thought I was tapped out because I was selling fruit. Mm. And, and so now the street dudes that know me for shaking and moving, they like, oh, now rail on some whole other shit. Like, as far as that goes, my the homies that used to me shaking out and like, yo, yo, yeah, shaking and moving. Gotta... No, I'm doing fruit now. They're like, what the fuck out. So they thought we had drugs inside of the... Inside it's a watermelon. Of the... <laughs> it was crazy. And I was so happy. I was so happy that they thought that. I'm like, yes, I'm wasting so much federally time. If they're watching me, they gonna watch these watermelons move. It ain't Man. no cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is gonna be entertaining. Whoever watching me got paid vacation. You know what I'm saying? They practicing. They practicing, because I ain't got- practicing. And if they in there, that ain't mine. 
part of the mother. So that's how we really mm -hmm. looked at it. So, but everybody looked at me like I was like losing my my sense of getting money. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I started people. doing when I started doing uh when I started working with kids and doing youth programs, they thought that that was my next hustle. Mm. They thought I was taking the non for profits and I was flipping that into you know getting bread and, and and getting houses and shit like that. And that that really wasn't it. Like I was really about helping the kids out. Right. You know, I was telling people, I'm like, yo, it's not about the money. It's about your position. So we don't, we ain't chasing the money. We chasing the position. Black man has to have certain position out here for our kids. You know what I'm saying we not looked at it wrong. Women don't look at us as strong. You know what I'm saying they 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 look at us like we already behind the eight ball. You know what I'm saying, and then we can't get it right. We kill each other. So yeah. we pick a certain position as a man. At some point in time, ain't got nothing to do with no money. <clears throat> now, once you take that position, the money come to you. Mm. You ain't got to worry about no money. If you once you yeah. take your position, but people don't understand that. So it, it's a it's a money thing and things of that nature like. I'm not no nonprofit. I'm right. for profit. Right. And I buy for my money. We are social impact bonds. So we put up the money and look for it later. So it's like, that's how I look like. This is not no, for us, we don't value the money. Anybody that's around us is going to touch some money. That's why we like, yo, we going to talk because we know the economic value that we bring. Everybody can touch some money. Yeah, man, you got a product that everybody want. Like you said, everybody got to eat. Everybody got to eat. And what you going to eat nowadays? It's shit nasty out here. It's shit terrible. Mm. It's well, crazy. everything is shifting to more healthier food anyway. So you pivoted into the perfect space anyway, because all cultures are finally starting to see that too, including ours, which was for the slowest, you know, long for the longest we were so stuck on the fried food and la 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 la. But now it's a lot of us is on the healthy shit, like heavy. It was crazy. We did the. We was outside when anybody see I'm a little traumatized and I can't I gotta disconnect crazy because in the pandemic, I was out in the pandemic, right? Mm. So in front of Harlem Hospital, that was ground zero with everybody dying like like dropping like flies, like it was crazy. Mm. Yeah, look like everybody's ordering ginger shots. Thirteen floors and forty ginger shots. So now it's kind of traumatizing for me because I seen I was outside the whole time. So when everybody got quarantined, I was outside. So I'm used to being outside. Uh. So I leave and come back with a mask on. And like, oh, don't, oh, don't. And it's like, oh, they just divided everybody quick as hell. Like that thing just divided. Cause you know, communication is 85%, you know what I'm saying, body language and what you see in the length. So you cover somebody's face and shades, you don't know who you talk to. Uh -uh. And oh man, them days was crazy. You got stick up kit, everybody outside. Everybody had a mask. Everybody had a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Gun with a mask. And they said, oh yeah, wild. you this. Man, listen, man. And we was outside 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Four hours in the pandemic. And you learn so much in that little time span. Did it slow your your business down majorly? No, because we never stopped. Okay. So we never stopped. Actually, now with the health thing, everybody like, oh, shit. We already, you know what I'm saying? Health station, we've been doing like six, seven years already. And watermelon, we've been doing 10. Mm. So we was already seeing that we was under health conditions way before the pandemic hit. That's why we named it health station. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When the pandemic hit and we was ground zero. We you was already online. Waiting. We took our right position. And then we just I already had two food trucks and I was like, yo, started whipping it. And then we just I'm saying took it from there. And after that, it was like, I right, we got watermelon. Then it was like, oh, and they got watermelons. They got super food. Now that became now it's like we've been that we've been telling y'all this. We've been telling y'all it was it was black seed watermelons for years. We've been saying that. Nobody right. like, oh, nobody been saying nothing. Now the pandemic hit. Now black sea watermelons. Now I respect the people that was looking for it and couldn't find it. But now we got people that oh yeah, now nah, I gotta get man. We was doing seedless, but I respect the fact that you eating it right now. But we was telling you this, and then now you see it on Instagram. 
Now, you've been walking past me every day, not buying a watermelon. As soon as you see on Instagram, you want to buy a watermelon. So our black people and go by the culture and go by Instagram, whatever is the trending topic. So we got to make health a trending topic. That's what that says to me. You got to make health a trending topic, something where people could vibe to. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we critiqued our company to make a vibe. When you come to our spot, it's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a vibe to eat good. It's a vibe mm-hmm. to feel the music. We painted the walls so the light, that the colors could give you the vibe when the sun hit it. You know what I'm saying? So, because, you know, the colors play a role in your brain. So, we did our studies, and then when we outside, we just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on the block, macking. Everybody pull up. You know what I'm saying? Have, have you been to the West Coast yet? Nah, I'm trying to go on tour. That's why I got the RV. Okay. Because, like, man... You guys need to try to like align with Larry June somehow. Mm. That would be so perfect because he literally everything he talk about is healthy, organic, juicing, all of the stuff that y'all already been on for years anyway. Like that would be such great exposure for y'all. And he would probably be down because he's like aligned with what y'all doing. He just got to be exposed to it. So, yeah. That might be something I'm gonna have to try to something. shoot y'all profile to him and other people I know because I actually got I'm in LA, so you know it's like you three people away from such and such always. So I know somebody girlfriend or something like that. <laughs> no, seriously, it's no, always be, be like that out here. Yo, he be on it. I'm gonna be on it. I'm just saying, because like it sounds like I grew up in a household where health is like the main thing. My mom always was buying supplements like I I'm super into like going to the health store, drinking teas for illnesses, like all that stuff. And food is a huge part of the whole equation of, you know, being healthy because the hospitals, they just want us to be sick. So we get they will prescription drugs like they don't even teach nutrition in medical school barely and that's what actually keep people from getting sick because they don't want us to not get sick they don't make no money <laughs> that's a fact yeah that's what- it's important especially now like even though they're on this whole health kick a lot of the food that they're putting in the stores is 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 you can just tell when you're looking at at least what I can tell when I'm looking at it, a lot of this shit is becoming more synthetic and of course it's GMO and everything and it's just, it's a lot of shit wrong with it, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's and on top of that, when I saw Black Seed, I'm like, yo, let me go check this out because if anything is real, it got a Black Seed in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was I like, be, go ahead, be, go ahead. I said I'd be chewing them like they Skittles. I'm chewing them up. Guys, that's where all the nutrients is at in the mm-hmm. seeds. Seeds in around. I chew it up. I just be, yo, the, and then that's what I'm saying. The luxury of selling fruit on the block is crazy. You're on the block, you're chilling, you're magging, you're talking to people, but you're selling fruit. So you can eat an apple, you can eat orange. It's like it's just harmony like a month. Like, yeah, and motherfuckers just walking up and they just buying it off for you. Yeah, yo, let me get a, let me get a ginger shot. Yeah, because if, if you selling crack, you can't. You got cop and go. Like you can sit here and eat watermelon with me. I could chop yeah. it up. And yeah, and politic with me all day. Yeah, I yeah. come out oh crack with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was like it was, he said, "I ain't gonna smoke crack with you, man." Yeah, because <laughs> well, that's, that's breaking Scarface first. What fifth rule? Like never. He broke a lot of them crack. rules, though. Well, we yeah, know. but it's the disconnection. It's the disconnection because how many drug dealers know the old ladies in the town? In nah. town? I, I remember, I remember, motherfuckers was selling. You know, like it, it became a disrespectful thing. Like it, no one cared for no one. It was just about making a sale. So what you doing is so dope in itself because people get to walk up politic with you. Hey, let me get a such and such a shake or smoothie. You know, and they can get to sit there and, and talk to you about what you're doing and tell you how dope what you're doing, what you're doing is dope and how it's effective for the community. You know what I mean? And they get to sit there and talk with you, and they get to see you as a person that's serving the community the right way. Because you know what they get to see? They get to see them kids. And the kids get to see them. Mm. See, the only thing that I'm bringing is the stage, right? Bringing the stage 
for the youth to interact with the world, right? And to learn it's the other side of the counter. So now you go in the neighborhood, somebody that's on the other side of the counter that don't look like you. So now they bring their kids in there at an early age and then they learn how to get the money. We're conditioned to give the money. Now what we're doing is what our kids, we're reversing it. We're letting them collect the money. Y'all collect the money. Y'all do the count. Y'all get everything together. Now that's getting them customer service. So now they got, a lot of these kids be so high that they just walk to people. They smoke. They come outside. They go with their crew. They smoke with their crew. Then they go back in the house. They smoke their crew, go back in the house. They don't meet nobody else. That, so that's what they all they think. That's they all they think. So now when you approach them, it's like, what? Now not talk to you. So now mm -hmm. we try to bridge that gap where it's like, all right, let them get used to talking to people and being social and expressing who they are. So that's the real connection right there is the kids. Like me, I'm just the hustler that developed the business and put it there. But the kids interacting with the world and the world coming to them like, oh, I right, and them learning how to deal with different situations and stuff like that where they can't have their emotions or they can't even be high. You can't be high in this situation. You got to be on point. So I think that right there is golden right there. There's nothing there's nothing that's going to top that right there. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that I did or whatever. That right there, it gives them a sense of pride. You know what I'm saying? So they, they, they like to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they like, I had a dude that knock off pharmacies. My little young boys is with it. They like, oh, knocking pharmacies off. Like, come here, give me all the oxys. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, that little, little boys got, they got bodies already. You know what I'm saying? They on Fed. They going to the Fed parole. They coming with Fed monitors. They sending them to me with the monitors on them. Like, mm. I'm on Fed. One time they sent the kid with the monitor. And he throwing my watermelons. I'm like, yo, homie, why are you throwing the watermelon? Yo, you ain't gonna talk. Yo, go in the alley. Go in the alley. Yo, I ain't even playing with you. So long story straight, you want to believe it. I went to the homies. I'm like, yo, they like, yo, yeah, he about to go to jail for eight years. Mm. I said, so not me trying to get him to throw watermelons. Like, you think that nigga about no watermelon? I would have sat him somewhere and let him holler at the chicks coming to the truck. Like, he about to go in. Like, don't let me know who I'm dealing with. So I, that's one thing I've been going through with the city. Like, don't be just. Putting a serial killer around me or a serial <laughs> robber, not telling me the status that he is. So, but other than that, so I love with the kids, you know, I can relate to them. Like, I, don't, I ain't mad at them. I just, I'm saying, like, that's just a different, different element. Do you have courses for the kids so they learn how to, to grow? Yeah, hell, but man, I be sending them to the farm. Okay. Man, they be all over. But I'm only I'm asking because what you're doing is 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 dope. Yeah. When I came across, I'm like, yo, this is this is some of the most dopest shit in the world. Like motherfuckers is trying to feed and help the community grow. Man, listen, we trying to take over the world on the low. <laughs> on the low though, the whole city is mine. I'm trying the to whole city, the yo. whole city with dimes. Yo, for real though, like because it has to have some kind of energy towards it. So. We want to move in and take the rightful spot in the neighborhood so we can put our culture back together. Yes, sir. So they, they, that's our main goal is to make sure our people have something they can hold on to and say, yo, this is us. And, you know and nutrition is is a better is a better step to doing it, right? Because when you're healthy and you focus and you discipline, you can do what and you need to do. Discipline. Who would, now that's the question. Who don't want us discipline? Who don't want us healthy? That's who we got an issue with. You know what I'm saying Bang, like, who don't want you in? Like now, it's like, and even as no sense of sugarcoating the, the the question. Like, if you don't want us healthy, it's obvious. And now we trying to fix ourselves. Then fuck it, it's obvious too. If you gonna do it, you gonna do it anyway. So it's like at one point in time, what you gonna stand for? Now the, the killer part is like the the whole like not wanting us healthy. It's not even as much a race thing because it's more of a class thing because the difference in choices is only in what people are complaining about, right? So white people have different choices, but as a whole, what's on TV? What's the commercials? Everything fatty foods, everything. So they want all of us unhealthy and all fucked up. They're just going to complain. They're going to make sure it's in the neighborhood. But at the same time, 
how many fat people you see in their neighborhoods the same way ours are. They just have options. But if you getting brainwashed all day by the media saying to go get a Big Mac or go to Chick-fil-A or go do this, regardless of what your choices are, you know, you going to go do that unless you have, you know, actual intelligence and a stronger will and have more knowledge. But the, the neighborhood is designed like that. You got liquor stores. Oh, ours is more stores. intentional. Absolutely. For sure. I'm like not saying the stores it's not. don't have nothing healthy in it. Oh, I know that. Yeah. So I grew up off the chicken spot. Like, that's where I grew up at. That was my restaurant. That was mm -hmm. my house kitchen. The chickens mm -hmm. on the corner, cheeseburgers, French fries, pizza, like it was Chinese food, like it was nothing nutritious. That wasn't even an option growing up. Like we grew up in hell. Like I be mm -hmm. telling, like, we the demons that we never even been in hell. Fuck the devil. At least he's seen heaven. We ain't never been in heaven. All we know is hell. So it's like that's really. Our stance is like we ain't got nothing to lose by trying to do something healthy and live our life because other than that, it's just like nigga, y'all want us to I've been showed us already that y'all don't give a fuck about us. So I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. You don't got I don't want nothing. I don't want wealth, I don't want nothing. I just do it myself. I know how to hustle. You know what I'm saying? So as long as we'll, you know how to we'll do it, we'll put it together, we'll do it, and we'll and we'll get it out here. And we ain't asking for no favors. We gonna we'll do it ourselves. Yeah, I polish rocks. I polish rocks. I'll give you the best <laughs> rock in the world. <laughs> Talk your <laughs> shit. Talk your shit. Oh. Well, even to speak to what you said earlier about like the options that are in the neighborhood, a lot of times it's just not healthy, all of that stuff. As black people, we already see how we can operate when we are eating the best and healthy and all of that. We see how our African brothers and sisters are looking over there when they are operating in their optimal state. We unstoppable, so they got to keep us weak by eating bad food, drinking liquor, doing drugs. Like That's why they dropped fucking crack on us in the 80s right when all the years right after the Civil Rights Movement where we was going to make some changes and turn some stuff around, actually having some, you know, skin in the game with some of the advancements from that. They dropped the drugs in the neighborhood to throw all that shit off. They had to make sure of that because they was all oh, these niggas about to actually get themselves together. Fuck they shit up. Fuck they shit up. Fuck it up. I mean, that was just one aspect to it. Yeah. I mean, they fucked up hip hop. Yo. Yeah. yeah. Hip hop. Oh my God. Hip hop has been just perverted into some bullshit you gotta dig in the crates to hear something of substance and they don't put none of that shit in the forefront mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's, it's small little movements and pockets where they'll let us you know what i'm saying hear some neo soul and shit like that but for the most part they hit us with the nigga shit you know what i'm saying doping guns and, and bitches that's showing their ass that's why you guys start going back to the things that they already played us on mm -hmm. and we hey Right, so now it's the evolution. It has to be evolution. We have to go through some form of evolution. Like they used to play, they used to sambo. Oh, don't eat watermelons. Now look, now nah, we going back. Y'all ain't tricking us on that one. Oh, you want some coke? Gun? Nah, we ain't tricking on that. Now once you tried everything, niggas is already immune to it. See, that's mm -hmm. the whole thing. We like roaches. Like now we immune to it. Yeah, that shit ain't work. You know, we 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 survived that. Y'all thought it was gonna kill us all. Now we now we like, all right, cool. Now we know what to do now. Thank you. We're gonna die one day anyway. Yeah. And the way y'all bombing Israel and shit from the sky. My whole thing is this, right? I believe in a higher power. If the higher power don't stop the bomb from hitting us, then fuck it. Ain't nothing I can do anyway. Right? If y'all won't play like that, right? So now I was watching Jaws today. I say, yo, damn. I'm like, get him, Jaws. Get him. She's like, why you rooting, why you rooting for the shark? I said, because that's the slaves that fell off the ship. They came back as a shark. And they eat niggas now. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker crazy, man. I've never heard that theory. I like that, I, though. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I was going, oh, like, get him. He was real. I was watching Jaws Revenge. I'm like, it was like going crazy. Like, he even had a vendetta against his lady. He, he, he eating the boat. 
That's, that's, that's the thing when he said that. He thought, I was like, yo, he was eating through the wooden boats and shit. He through the, and he kept eating. Like, yo, like, was like, he's not eating nobody, but he's like, he's going to destroy everything. I'm like, he's pissed. He's a slave. Like, slaves, the, the one of rebellious ones that came back. And left one or two and left one or two motherfuckers in a boat to get rescued. Yeah, I feel like if the higher power, if you die on your if you die standing up for something, then you come back as something that's ferocious. Some people gonna come back as a roach. You know what I'm saying? Like as soon as you come back, it's over. So it's like, cause if you don't want to stand for nothing, then it's like, all right, I'm gonna put you somewhere. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna put your energy where it need to be. I just feel like you got that energy. Like Nip came back as an eagle. He's somewhere as a as a Flying eagle somewhere, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he might be like a jaguar or some shit like that. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying your spirit might go somewhere else. Everything is yeah. born every second. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just for energy. So some people call them like as roaches, flies, fleas, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's coming crazy. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you guys do to your spirit. You yep. know what I'm saying? You gotta make make sure you vibrate at a high at the highest frequency possible and do the best that you can while you out here. And and again, to go back on what you said, it's Money is good. Like we all need money to survive, but money isn't everything. And and a lot of people don't understand. It don't matter how much money you get. If you was a lame before you had the had the bread, you're gonna be a lame when you get it. Like it ain't gonna change nothing. You just a rich lame. Yeah. Yeah. If you was a sucker before you had the cash, you just a sucker once you get it. Like we we see that. We see that. That's a fact. And the craziest thing is that's why you nowadays you're looking at it like like people not even used to money and that's what the youth is we want to get them used to touching money seeing money so they're not impressed by little stupid shit you could say something and they're they used to being around money on a positive scale so they know you lying you know what i'm saying so it's like that's what we really want to start looking at like the money doesn't mean anything it's the relationships the position the culture the people like the right idea get you a million dollars that's what's right and, and and they learning they learning the value of a dollar too though real because you showing it to them. Yeah, hell yeah, value dollars a month. Yeah, they learning that shit like yo, I'm about to go over here and 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 make a dollar with real real quick. So when they get up, they already motivated. They're like, big bro got us. Like we get to learn how to look, uh make some money and we get to learn how to grow our own food. I teach them how to hustle, and then I teach them the business, and then teach them the growing. So I'm teaching the whole, whole swap. You know what I'm saying? So the ones that got their license, I'll give them a job and license. Because we in three industries. We in production, the mm -hmm. land, we in the trucking industry, and we in the food truck industry. Then we in the watermelon business. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we in four different industries. So I just walk them through each one. Mm. Man, you got so, dope. That's a dope setup, real. Yeah, so we just, you know what I'm saying? Something that came, we developed. Something that I had to develop, I walked through it first, and then... Say, you know what? I cannot critique it where somebody else could walk through behind me. Yeah. That's what did, did it take you a while to get your first piece of land? Did, did, did you run into any trouble doing that? Nah, not really. I ain't I, I really have no issues with that. It was like open arms, really. Mm. You know they ain't really been like, I, they love what I was doing. So it was like, it fits. Yeah, I'm a Black Sea brother, so they love us. They love Black Sea brothers. Okay. So, how was uh? What was your biggest your, your first piece of land? Was it an acre, half an acre? No, right now we got six. My aunt gave us sixty acres right now. I'm gonna go with my aunt. They got a hundred acres of land. Oh, y'all good then, bro? Yeah. So we got sixty acres. She just gave us responsibility over. So what I'm doing right now, I'm actually training on how to operate big pieces of land mm -hmm. and cultivate them. So that's what I'm learning right now. So I'm getting that together. So I got a lot that I got to figure out on my end. But we took care of the hustle part. Now we farming. So now I'm about to drive my ass down this RV right to the land and figure out how to do anything. How and long you had the RV? You just got the RV? Yeah, we just bought it for the land. We bought okay. it so we we, said we, got, we, got, we got to build a warehouse on it. So I'm like, I can't sleep outside. I ain't that gangster yet. The tents, <laughs> not that gangster. Not in the woods. Not yet. That's a lot of woods, boy. Oh yeah. I'd be paranoid. Like I can't. I don't know. I think I. I think I'd be good at that though. 
I think I could be. I lived down south for a few years, man. It just take a, uh, it's a different type of feeling. You just got to get used to it. When you come from the city, you used to everything, anything that make a noise, you're ready to go. You know, you you ready to do some shit. But when you down there, you just got to get used to everything that's going on, and you become at peace with it. These crackers be shooting. Yeah, like, yeah, that too. But you 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 know, you. I mean, I'm city boy, so I'm like, about oh, what is this? What what is this? So it's like. I think that's the only reason thing I gotta get past is like I right, not shoot back or something like not say things. I think when you own your own land, you're okay. It's it's you know once you get your fence up and you say you know trespass on this land, you will be shot. You know what I mean? Like shit like that, you'll be all right. It, it, it's just a matter of knowing the area. Open. We just got this is like a hundred acres. That's what I'm saying. Hour. Once you get your fence up, though, that's a big fence. I'm gonna figure it out though. I'm gonna figure. Yeah, I'm, gonna... I'm just. I'm just letting you know. Once you get that line up, because it ain't got to be a big. It just got to be a, a like the barbed wire just has to be up where they can't just cross over. And then anybody that's crossing over, they subject to be shot. No, but I no. But I'm saying is I hear them. They only got to be on our property. Like I hear them. Bang, 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 bang. Shooting and everything. Oh, oh shit! I'm like, all right. So was they, they, was they got like a? They must be out there at a range or something, shooting at trees and shit. Hey, listen, nosy, it's, that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like that's my only adjustment that I'm making. I'm at to check in on your ass, make sure that you good down there, man. Where, where is it? Where is it? Is it Maryland? Maryland. Is oh, okay. okay. It's like, all right, they cool. But I hear that shit. <laughs> you, should, you should be all right. You should be all right, yeah. man. Hey, we're, listen, we're not worried about it. It's the adjustment factor. Everything yeah. is an adjustment factor. So it's like, yeah. and then you got to learn how to, I think I might go sleep in the woods just so I can get the adjustment to the, to the, that part of it. Once I adjust to the land, and mm -hmm. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'll go run with the land. I'll be all right. Yeah. I can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Then I can start. You know what I'm saying? I'll get on to something different. I think I'm going to need that little therapeutic sleep in the woods. You know yeah, you gotta touch that earth, man. Get out there, be one with it. Get your feet in the dirt and everything. You know. Say what? So we walking barefoot out there? Hell yeah! When I was down south recently, man, I took man, I took all my took my shoes and socks. I'm like, man, let me touch this fucking ground, man. I ain't touched this shit in so long. It's been a long time since I've been down south. So I took my socks and all that on. They was like, "What's you alright?" I'm like, man, I ain't touched the I ain't touched the land in a long ass time, man. Ain't no faster better. That's a Refreshing feeling. Yeah, it's energizing too. The fact. Well, yeah. we need to do that more. It's mm -hmm. good for us to do that. Actually, just grounding, feeling the electromagnetic that field of the earth. Yeah, feel that's in the earth. Like we are part of it, but we literally wear rubber to keep us. <laughs> disconnected from that and that's literally an insulation from electricity so whatever little trace that we would get from walking barefoot on the ground we don't get it because we wear shoes Which rubber stops on? electricity that's a fact right. rubber and and the and the crack valves that you want to step on too the needles mm, the needle. oh. now, now if i get something to put over my feet to rug around that shit then i'll be out exactly <laughs> Because in my neighborhood, don't needles and the ground is like, is you gotta go to the land because in New York City you got subways, so I know I ain't getting the electricity off the tracks. So uh -uh. it's like, you not, yeah, <laughs> it's like we floating on water, so it's not really just that, just for us to be alive on right on in New York right now is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So that's a blessing itself. So we get to go. Lay on the ground somewhere and get that electromagnetic field. That's a blessing. This, you know what I'm saying, like, man, I'm about to go. I can't even lay down. I'm in the Bronx right now. I'm like, <laughs> damn, I take my shoes off in the Bronx. <laughs> Shit. I'm from Chicago and I will never do nothing in none of them city streets in Chicago. I got to go to where it's some grass somewhere <laughs> at best. Yeah, that's just, just like the park. That. Let's just like Jesse that, on this park. Right, I was gonna say, and it depends on the park because some uh -huh. of the parks. In Chicago, I gotta come out there. I got a couple people that hit me for some watermelons in Chicago, so I probably slide on me, park. homie. Slide on them. Yeah, yeah. That's look, hell yeah. They been hitting me like, oh, we want to get some watermelons. I'm like, all right, yeah, bring that. Slide on through. We here. 
definitely come chill with y'all, Shot Town. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I'm like, y'all want to go? Yeah, I want to go to the game. You want to so, go yeah. to, to where the Bulls game? That's what you said. Yeah, but I don't know who playing. I don't even know who play for the Bulls, man. Man, we ain't going to no Bulls games right now, man. Have us oh. sitting there depressed looking at that shit. Oh yeah. See, I'm just I'm so caught up with the Michael Jordan. I mean, that's I was a Chicago Bulls fan. It's trash now, right? Yeah, trash bag juice for a while. I mean, I mean, we had that little glimmer with Rose, but ain't nothing worse than the Knicks. Oh yeah, you right. Sorry. <laughs> I used to bet my grandma rest her soul. She used to bet on the Knicks. I bet on the Chicago Bulls, and I used to get her money. I'll get my money. <laughs> yeah. My money. So appreciate like, you, Grandma. Appreciate you donating. See when the Knicks beat the Bulls, Grandma wanted her money. Wanted her money, Grandma. Let me get my money. She made sure she got her. Absolutely, yeah. shit. That was that. That was the era, though. That was the era. That was the era. That was the era right there. That was really, really good times. Really good times. The food trucks. How many food trucks are there that you have? Two. Two. And are they out throughout the city all day, or is there a certain amount of hours that you do? Yeah, we 24 hours, but right now we on break. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. I'm tired, man. I had a long 10-year run. Okay. It's a quit. I just gotta quit it. So we just right now we just supplying the stores. That's why I'm about to go. I'm about to go check on it right now, go do some stuff, get it ready for we run. So basically, we bag up outside every day. Like I got kitchens outside, you know what I'm saying? So we just make up the juices and stuff like that. We do deliveries. We still operating, but as far as like opening up, mm-hmm. you don't go back and open up and then we're gonna have another truck just swimming through the city you know what I'm saying stopping at different locations popping up at events so we got one that's gonna be stationary one that's gonna be mobile we got a little strategy for how we gonna run the town so all right that's what we all right I ain't gonna keep you no more man because I know you got business to take care of town business to take care of man real I appreciate you coming in and, and, and jumping on the podcast with me let them know all your information for Black Seed Brothers Appreciate y'all for having me and Black Seed Brothers. Catch us at Black Seed Brothers, um, gmail.com. That's it. We outside. Hell Station. Hell Station 101. Hell Station 2.0. We outside. We in Harlem. We in New York. Word. And with that said, remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. Ladies and gentlemen, we are done here. Y'all be good. Y'all be safe. Yes, sir. Uh...